Hi, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the difference between judgment and curiosity. Sometimes we talk to ourselves in such a negative way and we throw so much judgment on our on our actions, on who we are, that we're not able to see the possibilities and see the good that we're doing. So today I want to introduce a new concept and I want to just pose the question of what if we talk to ourselves in a different manner? What if we didn't judge us for what we do, but are curious about why we're doing what we're doing? So listen in and hopefully you'll find something that's useful for you. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hi, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. And today, I wanted to share a a topic that actually comes up a lot in the women that I'm coaching. And it's the idea of judgment versus curiosity. Now, I know that I've talked about before the idea of a fixed and a growth mindset. And so I kind of want to take that a step further. Um, We are so hard on ourselves. As women in general, we, we are wearing so many hats. There's so many expectations. There's so many um, things that are our responsibility. And yet we feel this, we we're compelled to get it all right. We're compelled to do it all. We're compelled to hold our lives and our families together. And the truth is that in the most cases we're right. If if we don't do it, who does it? Um, especially if you are a single mom, you have to hold it together. It's your responsibility and, and rightfully so, Uh, because you're the adult, you're the woman of the house, and it's your burden to carry. But it doesn't mean that we have to be so hard on ourselves and carry it in a way that is demoralizing or causes us to be overwhelmed or, um, or just never enough. We make it, we make ourselves feel like we're never accomplishing anything. We're never getting things done. I I talked before about the small wins and how that has changed my life. And I have heard from many of you how you've started implementing just that one piece and how it's already starting to affect your life in a positive way. And I am so grateful that you're doing that and that you've taken it. Um, And I, and one question I got about that is what's the difference between a small win and like an accomplishment and, you know, productivity. And, and really there's nothing different, 
but there's everything different. It's basically how you see it, how you want to define it. And a small win is anything, anything that you did, you get to decide if it's an accomplishment. And really you just accept that it is an accomplishment for that moment, for that day, that it's something that you needed to get done and you did it. And so you're choosing to celebrate it in the very moment. Whereas sometimes we feel if we're not being productive, that we're not accomplishing anything. So that's what the small win by removing the word accomplishing, accomplishment, and anything that kind of has that connotation that if there's no result at the end, it wasn't worth it. Small wins can be you kept your mouth shut during a conversation. Small win could mean that you were kind to yourself and slept an extra 30 minutes or went to bed a 30 minutes earlier. A small win could mean that instead of, um, well, anything, instead of telling your child that they need to clean the room, you say, hey, let's go ahead and take 15 minutes and play a game instead, and then you can go clean your room. But by taking that step to choose what do I want in the moment, that is what the small win means. So with that, I wanted to jump in here to the judgment versus curiosity. Because so even with that question of, well, what does it mean? We're kind of like, what is the scale that we have to measure ourselves on? How do we know we're getting it right and what we're doing in order to make sure that we're getting it right? And let me just tell you, if you ask yourself that question ever, then you are getting it right. You are doing your part and trying to do the best you can. Because let's face it, we fall short daily. We were not created. We were not meant to do all of this alone. If you look back at old like communities and old civilizations, they did it together. And so why do we think that we should be doing it all, all the time by ourselves? There's so many things that we have to do. I even remember my dad and mom talking about, you know, how like, well, we didn't run you guys to sports like you guys do now. Well, the sports were at our neighborhood um, field. It wasn't across town. Like there is no neighborhood field that everyone plays sports on. It's not at the schools anymore. It's on, uh, you know, in clubs and everything's organized. And so the more things that we have, we have to kind of start to give ourselves a break. So I just want to take one moment before I really get into today's stuff and let you know that if you're asking how you're doing, if you're asking like, am I doing enough or did I do it right? Or realizing that, okay, I did not do that right. It's okay. You are doing a fantastic job. You have taken, you've taken ashes. You have taken a broken heart, a broken spirit, a broken relationship, a broken dream, sometimes all of those together. And you've created something that's worth loving. You're doing the best you can, and I just want to give you that encouragement to keep fighting, keep striving, but in a way that's gentle on yourself. Give yourself grace and know that you don't have to do it all. Find out what your priorities are. Find out what your your values are, and then just focus on the few things that you know are the most important to you. We're not going to get it all right. We're not going to get it all together. 
um, I keep telling myself that, oh, when I have time, I'll do this. Well, folks, let me just tell you right now, I even know in my head, I'm never going to have time if I don't make the time. Um, I mentioned um, on an earlier podcast, like if you, if you don't intentionally fill up your cup, there's nothing that actually is going to be pouring into it. You have to intentionally fill it up. You have to intentionally pour into yourself. And one way that we continuously fall short is the way we speak to ourselves. And there, there's not a lot of circumstances that we can change. We can't, we can't affect if we've lost our marriage. We can't um, affect if we've, um, you know, we just can't. We can't affect if we've lost our job, if we're having money troubles, if we are having relationship issues with our, with our kids. There's a lot of things that we have to just endure and we have to get through and we have to figure out the best way possible. But one thing that we can completely control is how we speak to ourselves. And that's what the judgment versus curiosity um, idea is all about. So judgment, I mean, everyone talks about, oh, I'm not judgmental or I, you know, we shouldn't judge each other. And, oh, we try hard to not judge what other people are going through or, um, you know, and, and we just, this word judgment has such a negative connectivity to it. It has, it's so negative and finite. And when you judge somebody and you judge yourself, you are really in that fixed or negative mindset where it's stagnant. You're not actually going to see a way out of your predicament. You're not going to see a way out of what you are experiencing. But if you start to look at yourself through the eyes of, a, of curiosity, if you start to look at what are possibilities, so the curiosity is the growth or positive side of that. Instead of forcing yourself to like, oh, I did this wrong and I did this wrong, um, look at, okay, but what aspect did I do right? Okay, I may have royally messed this up, but what did I learn? So the curiosity side allows yourself to be open to possibilities. And possibilities is where our brain can really come alive and get really creative. And so what does it look like to be curious instead of judgmental? So to be curious, it means to be open, to look at things from different perspectives, to question the reason behind things rather than the reaction or how you're responding to something. Um, if you haven't noticed by now, I really talk to myself a lot. I ask myself a lot of questions and most of the advice I'm going to give you is how to talk to yourself or questions to ask yourself. So here we go again. Um, when I start to feel down on myself and one thing that I failed to mention is, you know, we, we try so hard to not be judgmental to others, but we don't ever apply that to ourselves. I know that my friends can come to me with anything and I'm not going to judge what they've done, who they've done it with, what's, um, you know, what happened, but I guarantee that if I am doing something, I am judging myself hard, or at least I was. And, and I do until I stop myself and ask myself these questions of, you know, why am I feeling this way? If I've done something, it's okay, you know, rather than chastising myself for the feeling that I'm going through, like if I messed up, okay, I get it. I messed up. I'm going to apologize 
Usually I need to give myself grace that I don't need to be perfect in the situation. Um, but I ask, okay, so why am I feeling this air of judgment, the sense of dread or just hard on myself in this moment? Do I need to apologize to someone else? Do I need to apologize to myself, to my kids, to my friends? Do I need to, do I need to, or is this an unreal, unmet or unnecessary expectation that I put on myself? Does it even matter if I screwed up with this? Like in the long scheme of things, did this really cause the anxiety or stress to others that I am making it out to be in my mind? Well, typically no. Like these these goals or expectations I have for myself, if I fall short, a lot of times they were unrealistic in the first place. And so here I am judging myself for not being able to accomplish 26 hours worth of stuff in a 24-hour day. Well, that's unrealistic. So by being curious, by asking myself, okay, why am I feeling this way? And is it something, you know, and just answer it for myself. Like, is it something that goes against my values or with my values? Did I not, did I not achieve the goal that I wanted to achieve? Um, what is my heart telling me? Like, why is, why am I being so hard on myself? Um, is it lies or is it truth? Sometimes I have to sit down and I have to write out everything that's in my mind and just point out and say, okay, which of these are true and which are these are lies that my brain or the enemy is telling me to keep me stuck. And so judgment and curiosity is the same way. Judgment is a lie and curiosity can be the truth. If it's something that you've done, it's done. What can you do now? So by being curious, you're able to ask that. You know, why do I feel I should have responded differently? Could I have responded differently? Or did I really not know what was going to happen? Did I respond the way I wanted to? Or did I react in the situation and want to do better next time? And, you know, what do I want to focus on in this moment? Do I want to focus on the fact that I messed up? Or do I want to focus on the fact that, well, I actually did a lot more things today than I than I expected. So I'm going to focus on that. Or, you know, I may have said the wrong thing to my kid, which I do often. I mean, I'm, this is the first time I've had and tweens, you know, I'm, I'm not good at it yet. And by the time I am good at it, they're going to be past this phase and onto the next phase. And I'm going to be learning again. And so in that moment, I have to just ask myself, why am I feeling this way? Why, what aspect am I being hard on myself? And is it warranted? Or in the moment, did I do the best that I could? I mean, I can't control what my kids do. When they're little, we kind of direct them. And, but we soon find out that free will is a real thing and they do what they want to do anyway. And they act in ways that are like against what we've taught them or against our values. And sometimes they do it just to test the boundaries. And sometimes they do it because, well, they're impulsive as well. But what you want to look at is, okay, how did I respond? And what do I want to do now? Why am I feeling this sense of judgment? And how can I make it so I don't feel this again? How can I figure out what I'm needing right now? Ask myself, you know, what do I do want to focus on? And then 
not be so hard on myself or you should definitely not be so hard on yourself and just ask the questions. And briefly, I'm going to go back to the idea that a lot of times we're so hard on ourselves because of unmet expectations. We put these massive, massive expectations on ourselves. Um, You know, for single moms, we put this expectation that we have to be the best mom we can be, but we also have to fill the role of the dad as well. And truthfully, we do. Like that's, that it is just us. We need to um, take care of all of the, the, all of the things, all of the, you know, sicknesses, all of the getting up in the middle of the night, all of the um, cuddles, as well as all of the, the fights and all of the discipline and all of, you know, we, we have all of these things, but we can't put the same expectations on ourselves as we did if we had two adults in the house. We can't be two people. In fact, a lot of times we fall short being just the one person we are, which that's what being human is all about, is figuring things out and giving ourselves grace because we are, we're not perfect. And we just have to live in that. And so we have these unmet expectations that all of a sudden they are required of, you know, we require them of ourselves and it's not fair. So, so we could just continue to judge ourselves desperately. And then we're never able to talk to ourselves nicely. We're never able to crawl our way out of the feeling of being judged when really it's not others doing it to us. It's we are judging ourselves. Another reason why we judge is because it comes from a place of deep, raw pain. And if we judge ourselves and we keep ourselves in this fear, this comfortable fear that we're experiencing seems safer in the moment than stepping out and doing the hard things and giving ourselves that freedom to fail, that freedom to fall forward, that freedom to try something else because we know that there is pain in the world. We know that big things happen. And if we stay in this moment, as much as we say we don't like it, we feel safer in our pain sitting here and not experiencing what else there could be. We put this, these barriers up that is really fear that's wrapped in judgment instead of allowing the curiosity and ourselves to become like awakened to the idea of more. And so I just want you to ask yourself, what unmet expectations do I have in my heart? What judge, how do I judge myself and how can I turn that to curiosity and just my ask myself, you know, what are my needs right now? why am I feeling this way? Instead of chastising myself for the feeling itself, we can't avoid feelings, but use them as like a temperature gauge. Find out why you're feeling this way instead of judging yourself for that feeling you're having. Um, And one way that I always um, use to, well, it's one way to see, like, am I judging myself? And I use this technique with a lot of my clients and I also use it with myself as kind of a gauge. I use the idea of my best friend. 
What would I say to my best friend if they were having these same thoughts? Would I judge my best friend? Would I say these things that all these things that you're telling yourself, all these, you know, negative and down and fixed mindset thoughts that you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not wise enough, you don't know your kids enough, you don't, you haven't done this and you haven't done that, you, you don't have this right, oh, you did that wrong. Would you point any of that stuff out to your friend, to your best friend? Would you say the same thoughts that you have in your mind right now? Would you say those to your best friend? And if your best friend came to you, if your bestie came and said, hey, like I, you know, I just, I'm failing at everything. I just don't know what to do. Um, Everything goes wrong. Everything is, you know, I'm just not doing anything right. What would you say to her? Would you sit and say, yeah, I know. I've been thinking the exact same thing. You really are falling short and you are failing at everything. No, you would not like instantly. I, and I hope that you feel that like instant, like heck no feeling that I get when I start to think that it's like, no, I would never talk to my best friend that way. If my best friend was experiencing this kind of distress and judgment for herself, I would point out every way that she is not failing, that she is thriving, that she's surviving, that she's positive, all these things. I would point out her positive attributes. I would encourage her and empower her to see the good things. So why do you let yourself think that to yourself if it's not good enough for your best friend? Why do you talk to yourself ways that we would not dream of talking to our best friend? So mama, don't be so hard on yourself. When you are feeling down, when you're feeling this air of judgment all around you, sit down and have a conversation to yourself. And if you are in in a place where you can do it out loud, do it out loud. Because a lot of times when we say it out loud, we can instantly hear that it's a lie. But have the conversation and give yourself the advice you would give your friend. Because we don't need to be so hard on ourselves. We don't need to stay stuck in these negative emotions because there's not healing there. There's not life there. There's not purpose there. There's, it's no good for anyone. And I get that it is hard to move out of those thoughts. And that's why we do it in baby steps. That's why we do a little bit each day and we start with our wins and then we start with our judgments and then we move on to our, just the, we, the way we preemptively talk to ourselves and give ourselves pep talks. But today, ask yourself, am I being judgmental or am I being curious? What would it look like if I was curious in this moment? And how could I grow from it instead of looking at myself like I'm like I'm a failure? And I just want you to see that every step you take, every time you talk to yourself in a positive way, you start to embody that. Your brain starts to look for that and you start to believe it in your heart because you are doing an amazing job. You are doing a, a you are doing the hard work that when you stepped into the life and when you made your choices that you didn't know was coming. But you're still doing it and you're doing a great job. And sometimes you just need to hear from your bestie 
and say, hey girl, it's going to be okay. You're doing a great job. You've got this. It's okay if we mess up, but just look how far you've come. So next time you seem a little down on yourself, or if you hear the words in your head, like stop yourself and ask, am I being judgmental? Or can I be curious at this moment? And see how just making a little change like that, just saying curiosity instead of judgment changes the way you think things and the way that you see yourself. Hey friend, I hope you loved today's episode. I hope you start to claim the confidence to walk in a judgment-free zone as you continue this healing journey. Now I want to invite you to look into working with me. I'm a full-time restoration and confidence coach with a background in marriage and family therapy. And not only that, but friend, I've walked it. As you heard in my story, I've experienced grief, loss, pain, feeling stuck. I've had the desire to break free from the fog and rise up again after the hurt, after the pain, and move out of the grief cycle to begin to wake up with purpose again and live a life of meaning and kind of rediscover who I was before the grief while I was uncovering who I'm becoming. And I have been called to help you with the same thing. So if you feel you're ready to step back into the light, wash away the old, not forgetting the past, but stepping into a new position of purpose, confidence, and identity, I would love to be your coach and mentor through the process. I only take a few clients each month and would love to get you on the calendar to help you navigate this journey. Email me at Tammy at TammyMarieCoaching.com. Until then, I'll meet you here next week with another awesome topic to help you claim the life that you desire. Don't forget to take a screenshot, tag me, share on Facebook and Instagram, and please share this with another broken-spirited mom who is in need of some soul restoration. Don't forget to rate and review, and until next time, take a deep breath and know there is hope. Bye, friend.